and we're live. Hi, yo. Hi. We are here at Lucky 13 Saloon Podcast, and we have a special guest today. Artie from St. Vitus. Hi. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know St. Vitus, for all those out-of-state listeners, uh, St. Vitus is the other metal place over in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, been around for what, seven years now? Seven years, yeah. Nice. Yeah. And they get they get much bigger shows than they should <laughs> for the size of the place. It's awesome. Yeah, well, it's, I've seen some, I saw it's Anthrax awesome. over there, and yeah. fucking, it's I know Megadeth played there. Gojira. It's fucking, yeah, it's fucking yeah. awesome. Gojira, yeah. They, yeah. I just lent Joe from Gojira my J, my Marshall Jam P for a recording session. Oh, that's which cool. Which was like kind of surreal to me. Like, text me. He's like, hey, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, bro. Yeah, yeah. He still has it, though, that fucker. Like, yeah, well. He's had it for like two months. Yeah, Come on, man. Bring it back. Never trust Come a on, French Joe. man. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome, though. Come on, Frenchie. Bring yeah. it back. Yeah, man. So it's fun. It's cool. I remember I worked the first week you guys opened up. I remember I went in there. I was you like, came in with Santos. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, remember. I was working. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, me and Chris came in. I was like, fucking. We heard about it and was like, fuck, man. Let's go check it out. So, yeah, it was cool, man. Yeah, I was. I mean, and I was very thankful. Yeah, you know, it was like, very like, clean at first. Remember, we went yes. in and I was like, it's so clean. It yeah. still is. I mean, the bathroom. It's still clean. You just have right. a lot of stickers and shit on the bathroom. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to control that shit. We tried for a while, but it's just too much. Yeah, to yeah, up, you can't right. control that shit. It's fucking out. Of, it's out of control. And it, you know what? I like whatever. to keep a mirror visible. That's the only thing that drives me crazy. Yeah, for the ladies. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. George razor bladed little yeah. spots. Good, yeah. Good, yeah. In each bathroom. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's yeah. That yeah, if you have little spots of mirror, then everyone's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, no, but it it's was just weird. Like part, part of that whole thing is like we we weren't we didn't actually open as a venue. Right. You know, it was mm-hmm. like much like you guys. You right. know, like well, at least with your old space. You know, it was like and when you guys had shows there, it was fucking insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Cerebral bore playing that fucking place. Yeah. Is, dude. Yeah, I live four, four blocks from it. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, it was like playing a, somebody's living room. Insane. Cool. Yeah. 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 But I mean that that shit's awesome. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, it was really cool. cool. And like we, but we didn't intend on doing being a full time venue, and it's just like the way business sort of morphed. You know, it's like hey, well, you know, especially at the time. I mean, we were still the small place, and we were looking for a bigger space for a while. Um, and but there was, a lot of places to play were closing. So y- yeah, you guys, of- you guys just happened to be open at the moment when it needed to happen somewhere, which yeah. is great. Yeah. Well, it was yeah. actually a couple of years later was really when, like, maybe three or four years in was really like the the pinnacle, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of places closed, and there was really no place else to play. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it, we, it's funny. Like, uh, we at our our owner meeting last week, we were talking about this, like how there was this sort of like different spells of, of, of uh, evolution in the shows in New York where it's like, okay, we get the, uh, the, the reunion shows, right? right? So there's tons <laughs> of reunion. The, 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 the secret shows, yeah. right? So that, that went on for a while. Then the reunion shows happened. And like, like it's, it's funny how a lot of that is sort of like not as often as it used to be. Right, right? that's like, true. You know, because it, it, doing the late night shows is kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. But it does get a lot of press. But you, you know, had fucking Nirvana played there well without fucking Kurt. But I mean, you had Dave Grohl in there, and like that was. Well, well I mean, yeah. But I know, obviously, Kurt wasn't an option. But <laughs> <laughs> that would have been something. Yeah, that would have yeah. been. Right. You get a necromancer I mean, to, to have up Maskis, in there. Yeah. You know, like uh, that. Uh, I love the idea that they did to have all women do it. Yeah. Um, at the Hall of Fame, and then when they came to us, uh, Lord had to go to Australia, so she didn't perform. But St. Vincent did, and Joan Jett, and Kim Gordon. And uh, the but the Jamaskis for me personally was like it was so perfect. Right, right, right. Just watching him play those songs and sing those songs, and when he would hit a solo, you'd just be like, 
Oh yeah, like you could just feel the Dinosaur Junior influence right. on everything, right? Uh, like from whether it be Nirvana or metal bands, or especially shoegaze bands from England in, in the early '90s, which was completely influenced by by Dinosaur Junior. But like uh, he he was just, he did Drain You. Oh my God, it was fucking incredible. Like, that's the only song I actually went in and watched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was I, the rest of it. I just sat at the bar and I felt like I was watching TV. I was right, like, right, this right, isn't right. happening. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, dude, that's fucking that's that's pretty surreal though. Like, just you know, I can't imagine having you know bands like that come in and play. I mean, that's that's pretty surreal, especially like you know growing up and all that shit. Yeah, you I know? mean, it, it's it was like for, like the last seven years have sort of been almost like a a. a checklist for me like a bucket list right, thing, right, right. Or, you know like a, like fate's warning yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Uh, so a lot of the older 80s bands like the, a lot of that shit was so really so who's who's played on your checklist and who has not played on your checklist <sighs> who who's not played uh man not many <laughs> truth be told slayer slayer all right yeah slayer was was one that i definitely like we you know we've talked about endlessly but i you know I think probably you can edit this out, but Jimmy Duff probably wouldn't let that happen. No, <laughs> um, we're, not, we're not. We're not. We were just yeah, talking no. about him last week. Yeah, well, um, he he's was, not fucking listening to this. No, but well, <laughs> well, somebody who goes there probably is. Who gives a shit? Yeah, um, whatever, man. Because he, you know, I went to uh, when I went to Slayer um, last, two, last weeks, week, two weeks, two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, you know, I walked into the. I saw Jimmy walking around, then I walked into the. Um, area where all the bands were hanging out and shit like that. Green and, room? Yeah, I backed into the green room and Jimmy was hanging out. I can't even get eye contact out of him. Nice. He's just like, pretends I'm not there, you know what I That's mean? That's so weird. So, that whole thing so is so weird. weird. I mean, so I, whatever. I, 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 got, I went to a taping of that metal show yeah. and I got sat next to him. Oh, um, awesome. And he's just so big. Yeah. And I'm sitting there like, like I felt like I was like, Two feet tall, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. and of course, like you know, like, I don't know if it was Jim Florentine or whatever. Like, did a shout out, like he's wearing a Duff shirt. Like, oh yeah, Jimmy. And I'm like, I'm just sitting there, and I went like this. <laughs> and yeah. and they, they, uh, you know, the camera went up on it, and then they reshot it. Yeah, and they used the other shot, and I was like, I, I was. You know, I was a little drunk, so I was, right, like, right. I was like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Ah, whatever. No, whatever. It's whatever. not like you were like, fuck this guy, you know? No, of yeah. course, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know him. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. It doesn't uh, matter, though. He hates anyone that he thinks is stepping on his turf, you know, yeah. which is ridiculous. Which is a shame, because honestly, like, Duff's is a cool place. Uh, he's got a great bar over there. Um, you know, uh, and, and yeah, whatever, man. Like it is. It's a, it's a very cool, decorated whatever. place. Yeah, decorated. Uh, a lot I mean, of douchebags hang out. It's there. a legacy. Right. Yeah, yeah, it is. Think, it is. Know? It is. And I give him props for what he's doing. You know what I mean? But, uh, but like, dude, the scene isn't like that fucking big. Big that we so, should be so divided. No, man. There's and there's dude and like metal's getting. I feel like it's getting bigger and bigger. There's no reason. It goes to, up and down. It does go up and down. We have our phases where it's popular and not popular. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, like, yeah, I would say like three or four years ago was sort of like this pinnacle of black metal and like yeah. it, it, for for. In my eyes, I, I sort of see the ebbs and flows of the different genres. Yeah, you know, doom has been more prominent as of late. But I feel like things are. What's cool about it is that things are sort of mixing together. Yeah, you know, and like like the new Yob record, although Yob has always been doom and psychedelic. Yeah, but and that's not uncommon. But like to do it right is fucking amazing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just. Uh, and black metal too. Black metal is is a, a genre that's morphed so much, you know. And then you have the there's so many people who are 
like so diehard about it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gotta be like this shitty sounding mm. fucking bullshit. Yeah. Like, and I, I just, I don't agree with that. Actually, my favorite black metal records are all the ones that sound really good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, I like better I mean, sound, you know, sounding it's, records too. It's just, there's so many mini subgenres now that it's totally crazy. Like it's hard to even put them all into, there's all teeny <laughs> tiny categories within each category. Like oh yeah, it's become totally. totally insane. But it's all, it's all the same shit. You know, like uh, again, like that's why I always love you guys. You guys are always like very open and accepting and it's like like we should all be of all genres and all of it because I, I always felt that I grew up in the hardcore scene and like I always thought it was so weird when everybody would like you know the punk guys and the skinhead guys and everybody was like against each other yeah, like, this yeah. is so fucking stupid it was yeah, bad yeah. back then yeah. though it people was used bad to get then. in all kinds of fights and riots. No, it was know, ridiculous. Punk versus skinheads versus metalhead. Like, it was pretty stupid. Yeah, I saw yeah. Slayer at the Felt Forum on the South of Heaven tour, and that was like, that show, I'd never seen that many different... Types of people. Yeah. In yeah. one space. And, like, it was a bloodbath. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, it was... But it was kind of a fun bloodbath. It's kind of <laughs> fun. Listen, I remember going to see Suicidal Tendencies at, like, years ago. And, like, Pantera was the opening band, which was crazy. But, uh, dude, it was fucking insane. It was, like, skinheads versus long hairs and then punk rockers. It was, like... That it, shit doesn't, it, it, it doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, no, it, doesn't. No, it doesn't. Which no, is and, good. Which is yeah. great. I, is I, th good. I think it's great. And, and I think it also creates more interesting music you know yeah. where like you have these even the crossover bands these days a band like power trip yeah. does like crossover in such an interesting way and uh i don't know i it's i think it's really good and and uh, you know it uh, the internet has changed everything so much yeah. that it just like it feels like it's easier to be like people people argue on the internet about this and that and the other thing but like i feel like the scene has become closer and it's like you know yeah. like I, i'm all about let's all work together to do something that's that's cooler and outside of, of the norm yeah. for, for everybody. You know, it's like, I don't, I've never lived a normal life. I've been on tour basically for 25 years and, and doing very underground shit and some pretty major shit. And it's like, it's fun, yeah. you know, like I, I, I just, I want to instill all that shit in my daughter, you know, even though she listens to fucking Frozen. But <laughs> uh, She's young. She's yeah, young. Yeah, it takes time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes yeah. time. Yeah. So who else is on your bucket list that hasn't played? Um, Ozzy. Ozzy. Although we had Zach. Awesome. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Sanctuary. All right. Sanctuary is a big one for me, and I tried really, really hard to, to get, get them. them. Yeah. Didn't the singer die? He's dead now. He's yeah. Dead now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, but before he died. Okay. Right. <laughs> I, I came close like two or three times. They were supposed to do a tour with Flotsam and Jetsam, and they dropped off that. Uh, but they're they're booking it just a fucking tool, and he's never dealt with us. So <laughs> All right. Yeah. I won't name. I saw them. Name, God, other than he likes little boys, I think. Yeah. Um, whoop, whoop. I, I saw them with Overkill. Last time I saw Sanctuary. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Gramercy. Oh, yeah. it's not was it? uh, no, Terminal it Five. Terminal Five. Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I saw them. At, I saw them on the reunion. I saw them twice at uh, at Gramercy, and I was like, like there was maybe two hundred people there yeah. each night. But I mean, I worshipped them when I was a kid. Right, I saw right, them right. open for Megadeth. I think it was so far so good. So what? Um, I can't remember what tour it was, but. It was just fucking mind blowing. Right, right, Warl's right. hair was like down past his ass. Right, right, right. And he's hitting all these crazy. Ah! Yeah. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, this is incredible. Yeah. I love, love Sanctuary. They, they were they were a huge one. But I've, a lot of them I've gotten, like Flotsam we got, Fate's Warning we got, um, Grim Reaper was another one oh, that yeah. I really, really wanted. All right. They're playing, they're actually playing Gramercy soon, which I was like, 
maybe because it's handicap yeah. accessible and it's easier. I don't know. Hey, remember I, we so did the whole story about the guy who yeah. lost his leg? Yeah. 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 So he plays in a wheelchair. Yeah. Although the promo shots, he's standing. I'm not really sure. Oh, really? That's, about that's yeah. weird. And wow. it's not Steve Grimmett's Grim Reaper anymore. It's like, it's just Grim Reaper. All right. But uh, after he lost his leg, they were like, all right, man, you can just fucking take it. Yeah, <laughs> probably. Yeah, Nick, uh, what was that guy? He used to have oh, a man. fucking, uh, he used to have a thing in guitar player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A left-handed yeah. Gu- guitar player. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, uh, uh, I mean, it, there's there's tons. I mean, like really obscure shit that like, right. I was... I was one of these it kids who just kept. Get the obscure shit though. No, because they have to reunite. You know. Oh, right, right. I'm, I mean, pretty much. You know, ask Ed Farshti. He's pretty much bought in every fucking. Yeah. <laughs> reunited yeah. thrash yeah. band that yeah, fucking yeah, has ever existed. Yeah. But you know, this, uh, Zotrope. Uh, I mean, there's so many. Uh, one band. Okay, my bucket list, and this is. I don't know how familiar you guys are with Long Island. It's, it's my territory. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up going to Sundance. Uh, yeah. which was a club on Long Island. Yeah. And, uh, I, was, I went there a couple times. So there's a band called Zebra. Oh, yeah, I remember Zebra. So yeah, Zebra, yeah, yeah. yeah, Zebra was huge. Well, I mean, not huge. They but were they, Long Island, a big They had Long a gold Island, record yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. in the early 80s. And, uh, and they, I've been talking, like, like literally the singer fucking t- called me the other day. Right. I was like, oh, it's Randy Jackson. Wow, yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Like, I saw them at Lemoore. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they're the band that played Lemoore's more yeah. than anybody, over 100 times. Yeah. yeah. And they would do they would do this, like, eight-song Zeppelin encore. and like, <laughs> more, was, than, like uh, more than Twisted Sister, yeah? Supposedly. They yeah. played that a lot. Although, Randy, yeah. I told Randy that, and he was just like, I don't know about that. They played, but, they played a lot. I know, yeah. like, I used to just go there. I didn't even know who was playing, so I know right. I saw them a bunch of times. That was the beauty of Lemoore, wasn't it? You like, just you go. just go. Yeah. Yeah. Has Dee Snyder played there before or no? No. No? Yeah, so uh, I'd love... I mean, I would have killed that Twisted, but there's... I mean, there's certain bands that, like like Slayer, when we talk about that, like, they, there's just production value involved in it. Like, King Diamond, right. that's a bucket list, right? Right. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, maybe Merciful Fate, possibly, if they were to start playing again, but... Yeah. Like, King needs his fucking... Whole space. Yeah, yeah. Thing, Merciful you know? Fate yeah. wouldn't need all that, though. No, they don't. I, yeah. And I've seen Merciful Fate play without it. I've seen yeah. King play without it, too, but... But uh, but yeah, Merciful Fate wouldn't give a shit. Yeah, you know, it's like, I, but like, they're, like Slayer is a band that won't play without their production. Right, they won't right, do it. Right, they're right, not right. going to play a small club. They're right. not the Foo Fighters. The Foo well, Fighters and Nirvana and all those people like. They're into like, the fire There's a and huge all that difference now. between bands that come from punk backgrounds and metal backgrounds. Yeah, right. Like, and and it, that are, can be the same age. And if you come from a punk background, it's very much like. I, I just feel like they're willing like to fuck up. When the Descendants played, yeah, that was like. They didn't give a fuck. Yeah. Literally didn't give a fuck. Yeah. They just got up. They fucking played. They were like, yeah, that was cool. Uh, <laughs> and, and fucking left. And yeah. it was like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Seriously? And, and, like, but you get these, like, even the even bands that won't sell the place out, like the, the whole fucking production value. A lot of these black metal bands from Scandinavia with the fucking pig's blood and right, the fucking right. makeup and, you know. I'll say Mayhem was pretty easy yeah. for all, like, considering I thought they were going to be a, a bit of a nightmare. Mm. Right. But there's, a, you know, there's, there's just bands that come in and do this shit. And it's cool. And whatever. What do you need? A mirror? Yeah. You got your fucking makeup. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> and I'm into it. But, like, yeah, I, 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 Zebra is, like, that's a band that, that without a question, is on my bucket right. list. And, like, only because they haven't played... In Brooklyn, right. since Lemoore's closed. Oh, right, wow. right. So it's like, yeah, and it's like so to, they're the band that played Lemoore's the most. Right, right. Come on. Yeah. Right. Let's yeah, do yeah, it, yeah. you know? I've seen them so many fucking times, and I I, I just, like, I'm a huge, huge fan. Like, right. I it just, uh, like, I tried to get 
guitar lessons from Randy Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, old, how old are you, Artie? I'm 45. Okay, we're the same age. Yeah, I, I, I started going to shows. My first club show was King Diamond and Flotsam Jetsam at a place called uh, Showcase in Comac. Okay. Um, but before that, I'd seen, I saw Maiden on Somewhere in Time. And my sister brought me, she brought also a jug of uh, vodka cranberry on the oh, train awesome. to Mass Square Garden. So I was 13 and I drank it? half of it. Yeah. And I passed out for pretty much half of it. Yeah, of course. Half of it. <laughs> yeah. um, but it was still amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And my first club show, my first arena show was Yes, which is my favorite band of all time. Nice. Um, but yeah, it's a, uh, yeah, I, was, I saw so many shows like when from the age of about, 15 to 18. Yeah. Yeah, me like, too. You know, that's like all I it, did. Yeah, that's all I did. <laughs> I didn't yeah, go same, to school. Yeah. That's all I did. Same, same I saw, I, I, I remember seeing, uh, one of my favorite seeing a show stories was going to see Sepultura, which was not their first show in America because they played a show the night before somewhere upstate from okay. what I understood, mm-hmm. but they played Sundance <laughs> the second night. It was Beneath the Remains tour. Yep. They did a signing at Slip Disc, like the whole nine. And uh, that was with my buddy Eddie Reyes. Was that that tour with Obituary and Sadis? No, I believe I that. believe that it was uh, Rados de Parayo who opened okay. another band from Brazil, punk band from Brazil. All right. Um, but they so we went to Sundance. And my buddy Eddie, who's recently just quit Taking Back Sunday, he's been in Taking Back Sunday for 21 years. Um, but we grew up as metalheads, and you know, then the emo thing kind of kicked in. And <laughs> he went full force, which was cool. <clears throat> but um, Basically, the uh, they Eddie like we we walk in. Eddie's from Columbia, right. so he was like super psyched. Oh shit, man! Like you know, he had schizophrenia painted on the back of his jacket. Nice, we nice. were like we were just such little shits, and right. it was the night before my SATs. Okay, so and I went to Chaminade, which is like a, a big college prep high school on on Long Island. I, I used to have, have an hour and fifteen minute bus ride because oh, that's what the the fucking working class kids had right, to do right, to go right. to the school. <laughs> the rich kids lived in Garden City. That was like five minutes away. Right, right. So I, 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 I go to the show and we're standing there with Max Cavalera and like, and it's Eddie is like trying to talk to him and like, he's so excited and like, and he, tur- Max just turns to me and he's like, you heard this. And he, he must have been like 18. Right, right. right. Say. <laughs> yeah. And he, he gives me this huge glass of whiskey. And he's like, hold this for me. I'm going backstage to get the blowjob. <laughs> awesome. It was, like, nice. it, was, it was like, you know, before the first band even went on. Yeah. Right, so right, right, right. And I was just like, okay. Yeah, nice. <laughs> I drank the whiskey. I, I told his wife that. Yeah. Nice. Oh, my I told God. Her that story. That's nice. funny. So she was like, yeah, that sounds like Matt. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. You know, but uh, yeah, that, that show was fun. I, I got home at 5 a.m. and I had to be at school at 730. Ouch. To take my SATs. <laughs> I did well. Nice. But it, Good for you. So my mom, my mom wasn't, you know, she like, uh, like, I think that because I did well in school, they just kind of let me do whatever the fuck I wanted. Yeah. Right, right, right. And I played, too, I was playing, I was playing in bands uh, from the time I was 15. So it was like, you know. To do in King Diamond, like we, I played at a place called Februarys, okay, which later became Hammerheads. I don't know if in Elmont, no, I don't know. it was pretty well known. It was well known because like they would give you tickets and you'd have to sell them, oh, you know, like yeah, a pay yeah. to play type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they didn't hold you to it if you didn't sell the tickets. So oh, it was, see, that's it was cool. Right. It was it was cool, but they would video the show for twenty bucks, right? Right. right. So I have all these fucking videos, which is awesome. Of, yeah, yeah. Of, of like my band when when I was that age doing doing these shows and the drummer went on to be in Yuppicide, so okay. New York City hardcore band. Yep. And I went on to do a band called Mind Over Matter, which, um, which was the next band I was in, which was like, uh, you know, a 
you obviously don't know it, so it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> but we put out a bunch of records on a label called Wreckage, and uh, we were sort of part of like the maybe the third wave of hardcore, I would call okay. it, in the early 90s. Um, so we played like CBs and Wetlands, and we would play with all the all the big, like Burn and Quicksand, and those bands were like, Quicksand is my favorite band right, right, in right. the early 90s, hands down. Um, and uh, and then I eventually went, I'm, I'm not going to give you my band history, but it's boring. I wound up playing with almost all the guys in my favorite band. Uh, you know, so that's like, yeah. the different that's different awesome. stages, but yeah. yeah. What are you doing musically now these days? Uh, so I play in two bands. I play in a band, uh, I, well, I, I guess two, but I, my one of my old bands is doing a reunion and having a vinyl box set put out um, uh, in s September, uh, it's a band called Aerotype 11, which was sort of like a, we were in the emo scene. Okay. We would like tour with Hot Water Music and bands like that, but we were way more rock. Okay. And to the point where like, you know, like emo kids would be like, this is really aggressive. <laughs> I don't understand. Why is uh, this so aggressive? Awesome. Why is this guy yelling at me? Shit like that. But, right. um, uh, I'm in a band called Primitive Weapons uh, mm -hmm. with Dave, who's um, a co-owner over at Vitus, um, and Eric, uh, which I'll explain in a second, and Chris Enriquez, who never tours with us because he's always doing something else. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I'm in a band with Eric, our bass player, called Aegist, which is more like a Hot Snake style, like punk thing. Okay. Um, and uh, we switch. I play bass in that band. He plays guitar. Cool. Um, it's the same thing with Primitive. I write all the songs. He writes all the songs in that. So it's 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 a cool situation, but it's getting a little confusing right now because we just we're going out. Aegis is going out with the Get Up Kids for a week and a half in July, and then we just got offered uh, Quicksand and Glassjaw. Oh, nice! Um, for the entire month of July, which we can't do, but we're going to do the end of it. Okay. And Chris's other band, Spotlights, is going to do the beginning of it. I haven't even confirmed this yet. I mean, it was sort of confirmed. <laughs> right, right, right. I've been Spot dealing with Spotlights this all day. Is really good too. Um, but yeah, it's like they, those guys had a band drop off and it was like, I got a phone call and I was like, oh, well, we can solve your problem if you'd like, yeah. right. but you know, you're asking people to go away for a month in three weeks notice. Yeah. yeah really, that's tough. Really a little close. bit much. Yeah. yeah. yeah that's tough. Um, but yeah, like I, and a uh, primitive as a record coming out in September as well on uh, party smashers, a Dillinger escape plan label and yep. whatnot. Um, so yeah, I, I've been, I've been, I'm really, really super active the Aegis has a record coming out this year. It's like, we just did it with Jay Robbins from Jawbox okay. down in DC, which was uh, in Baltimore, which is super cool. So yeah, I, I, I definitely, it's funny because like my life is sort of set up way better now to right. go on tour as much as I want. Even right, with right, the right. kid. But I'm too fucking, oh no, well, that's, that's, that's the wrench in the works. Right, yeah. right. But, but also because I'm 45 and it's like, you know, I'm smarter to know that like, like when, like when we got offered the glass show quicksand thing, I was just like, what's the end game? Yeah. That's the first thing I thought. Yeah. Yeah, what's yeah. the end game? Like, yeah. I, am, am I going to, is my band going to be famous after this? Am I going to be, am I going to like, we'll probably get paid like fucking $150 a night or something like, yeah. it's just immediate. Like I go straight into the business of it yeah. and it's like, eh, you know, but I'm, do I want to do it? Of course, because yeah. I want to play all these cool venues and have fun with my friends and make great music because that's, you know, at the end of the day, what's wrong with, metal and just the music industry in general is that it's almost impossible for bands to get big yeah because there's no money behind it yeah so like a lot of these like we just we just hung out with the guys who own Vakken festival and mm -hmm. like even they were talking about it. it's like it's hard to get headliners yeah you know and like what's going to happen when 
when the big boys all retire, like Slayer retiring, I think that put everybody in fear. Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. what the fuck are we going to do? You know, Danny Wimmer's going, like, what the fuck? You yeah. Know? <laughs> it is. A lot of those, you know, it's it's hard to make a living at it these days. You know what I mean? With these, you know. Well, I mean, bands. a lot of these guys made their living, like, got popular because the labels were willing to put the money behind them in order right. for them to make the money right. and do it eventually. And that's not there anymore. It's gone. Yeah. So, you know, you get the bands, like, we've had, uh, whether lo- love them or hate them, you know, we've had Def Heaven, Def Heaven's first shows in the East Coast, uh, Paul Bearer. Um, <laughs> yeah. All these bands, you know, like I, I, regardless of your opinion on their music, like they got they got popular, and a lot of it, it's it's so hard to explain. Like when Brandon Stussy was the, when Brandon Stussy was the editor of Pitchfork, yeah, a lot of this shit went, you know what I mean, and like into it went into different worlds, and it's not like he's gone from there now. Like that that doesn't really have that kind of power, you know. Vice and Noisy does a bit. Um, you know, uh, Revolver is doing their best to to do something that's classy and cool. Mm-hmm. I really respect them a lot. You know, pretty much every every friend of mine works there. Right, right, right. <laughs> but they're putting out beautiful product. People like Jimmy Hubbard are like like filming this beautiful shit. Like it's it's hard, but like when when Metallica goes away, when Slayer goes away, when all these bands go, Anthrax, all these bands. They're going to, yeah, because physically they can't do it anymore. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, what what are you supposed to do? Like, Anthrax is not the Stones. Yeah, they're not going to play till they're seventy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, and it's same with all those bands. And yeah. Lars has talked about it openly. He's like, he he can barely drum now. Jesus Christ. Right. But like, uh, it's just like one of those things where. So who moves up? Where does yeah. it go? And they've been trying to groom bands like Baroness and. Uh, 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 Ghost. Ghost is probably the only one. Yeah, Ghost. Honestly. Yeah. And they're Ghost not really a metal band. Strong. No, not really. So, I, I, I but uh, they're great. Yeah. They're fucking killer. I mean, I'm from Long Island. Blue is the cult. Rip them off. Go yeah. for it. Well, Who and else I, is doing that? It was funny. Like, <laughs> I, 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 when I first heard Ghost, I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? But then I saw them live. I was like, wow, these guys great. are fucking Woo. great. Well, really you good. like Kiss. So, yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't yeah. like Kiss. Yeah. But, but I, I, but I appreciate it. I saw Ghost and I was fucking floored yeah me too floored i thought it was just incredible that they could pull this off of course like you know only people from scandinavia could pull that off yeah because people from america have to fucking struggle so but it's, you know <laughs> bands too like you know some of the younger bands coming up that are getting bigger like power trip i love power trip yeah power trip is another band yeah, yeah. i mean but it d- is what power trip does are they a band that could eventually draw twenty five thousand people well that's it i don't know and you know and are, are they gonna you know, they're young also, correct? I mean, they're young guys. Yeah, they are. Um, I got to piss so bad. You know, go for it, man. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> we, were, we were in the middle we, of something good. So, yeah, yeah, no, I know. We'll, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll pick it up, we'll when, pick you it up when we get back. That's hilarious. Yeah, we got no purple this week. Purple's, uh, purple's still uh, in. Purple in, actually posted that she was dancing tonight, and I, I wrote, I texted her. I'm like, because um, Cassandra texted me and said, am I still dancing tonight? Because I noticed that uh, Kit... Uh, Purple and Via all posted that they're dancing tonight, and I'm like, Purple told me she's not going to be back till probably tomorrow, so yeah. I didn't book her for tonight. Yeah. So I texted Purple, Purple, I thought you weren't going to be back tonight. I thought, you know, that's why I put you on tomorrow instead. You don't ever dance on Thursdays. I put you on tomorrow instead. She goes, Isn't today Thursday? <laughs> that was her response. <laughs> nice, Purple. Uh, we love. She purple. doesn't know what day it is. That's awesome. I that's mean, awesome. you know, why? She doesn't yeah. need to know what day no, it is, she really. Doesn't. She doesn't. You know? Well, sort of. It must she's got, be nice if she's, if got, she's booked. If she's booked, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
Well, we'll keep, I'll keep her on track. Next week we'll have Purple back. So I don't even know. Yeah, well, I wish she's not around. She next might week. leave again. She has one more trip this month. She's oh, away yeah. a lot this month. Yeah. So. Well, well good for know. Purple. Yeah. Just cruising around. Purple. <laughs> yeah. So we'll, we'll we'll go. We'll have someone else if uh, if she's not back next week. I'll ask yeah. her. She, right. I don't we'll think get she Cassandra. knows. Cassandra. Cassandra's cool. It's Cassandra. Cassandra. And she's in the middle of opening a place right nearby here. Oh, well, see, there you go. She'd be like, Cassandra, take a fucking She's break. She's very busy. Take a break and come on over. I think you know they're I mean? opening, like, a meet, like very soon, or... Yeah. I yeah, she was know. in here talking about it the other yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, Artie's back. Artie's what back. What a mess. Yeah. yeah Not no, that we're just, just talking about our dancers and shit. Yeah. Oh, your dancers. How are they? Yeah. They're are they uh, dumb. No, not all of them. Oh, oh Jesus. We're just talking about Purple, because she's our newscaster, and she... Didn't know that today was Wednesday. Whatever, it's not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Purple's it's usually not. our newscaster for the newscaster. podcast. I, find it I think amazing. I think you should have my daughter. My daughter says yes. purple in the cutest way. Oh yeah, <laughs> purple. <laughs> she should how, just how introduce she purple. Know? I love that. Cool. Yeah, she's four. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, that's it. You're going to have to record that and send it to Melody. Yeah. You'll have to start using it. She, we were at the doctor today for her four-year-old checkup, and she's like, that was. she has a, apparently she has some sort of weird speech impediment that they were a little alarmed about. Right. And, uh, and so she like that one of the words that she had to say was purple. Purple. Yeah. Aww. Really, she's forced. She's supposed to have a speech. Yeah, you're supposed oh, yeah, to no, talk totally. like, Yeah, but you know? I mean, the doctor knows the difference. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I and I completely trust her. So. Yeah. No. Is it is it okay? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's. Are you kidding me? She's yeah. so healthy. I, 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 I'm looking for wood. To wood. Yeah, knock yeah, on your probably, head. Probably healthier than purple. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, yeah. Melody. Yeah, she, yeah <laughs> definitely, she's definitely healthier than purple. Well, yeah. I don't know. Purple just smokes tons of weed. I don't think she does anything else. Though. Yeah, no, she doesn't. She drinks she and drinks smokes and tons smokes of weed. weed. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. Some of the dancers are actually pretty healthy. Yeah. Because some of them are, you know, like Cassandra's an aerial performer and yeah, some yeah, of them have yeah, actual real. Yeah, yeah, so they don't they don't fucking do drugs and yeah. they eat pretty well and they take care of their bodies. So. Yeah, some of them just drink some. like champs. She does amazing stuff. Like she does like if they need someone for some big performance at Webster Hall or somewhere in another city, like they she she goes and does all these crazy aerial hoops and silks and all this shit in the ceiling. It's fucking I have, a friend who's, I have a friend who's in Cirque du Soleil. Oh, it's crazy. And before that, she was in a show called Absinthe in Las Vegas, and she was doing something called Basket Toss. What the hell which, is that? It's like... It's uh, like midget tossing? No. Kind of, no. Well, kind of but, a, but on a trapeze. <laughs> on a trapeze. Uh, so, like, she's real small, and, like, this one girl, they'd swing on a trapeze, and she'd throw, and she'd do, like, flips and catch. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like, it was, like, it's part crazy. of the show. Yeah. Uh, but it's, like... Yeah, it is crazy. And it's what's crazy about it is like the amount of work that if you do that, if you're able to do that shit. She's one of like six people that's yeah. able to do that in the world. Right, right. And now so she's, she's, do... on, she's in Cirque now, right, which is like, right. oh, that's cool. which is you know? the, big, the big one. Yeah, it yeah. is. I've been practicing that. It never worked out for me so No. Cassandra has to have her own insurance because yeah, if that you makes do sense. that kind of thing, you have to carry your own right. insurance. Yeah, probably like a million dollars. Like, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. she falls on someone's head, or I mean, technically, <laughs> every every band that plays your place should have their own insurance. No, oh, that's funny. Yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, that was part of the Nirvana show. Was I got a, a email from Willie Morris about four hours before Doors, and they were like, um, "So did you got? We we need to get supplemental insurance for this from you guys because what you guys have isn't enough." And we were like, oh. "Uh, four hours before they play? Yeah. yeah, we don't we don't want uh, this to all be on Dave." And we were like, "I was like, well, we have like you know we have." 
very sufficient insurance. insurance. Yeah, yeah. Liability, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, but like, yeah, but you know, like Dave's is this and blah, blah, blah. And like, I had to write like this email to all the heads of William Morris. Like you guys need to chill out. Yeah. <laughs> this is, uh, like, like, no, like, it's this is gonna happen at one in the morning, and everybody here is gonna be like fifty. Yeah, 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 like yeah. No one's moshing. No one's doing anything. Yeah. Like if Dave's mom falls down the stairs, that's the only problem we're gonna have. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, not like, it's not like yeah. hate breeds playing. Yeah, you know? right. Exactly. Yeah. It's fine. It's well, gonna and, be fine. And, and listen, those guys are getting older too. And I have to say, going to see Anthrax at St. Vitus, the pit was fucking awesome because it lasted like every time, like you know, Five shit seconds. Came, yeah, the pit would last for thirty yeah. seconds, and everybody's like, like, I don't think there was uh, one stage diver. Uh, no, for both shows. No, I think there was one because I remember that did you go I was I was no I was at uh I was at um whatever Danny Wimmer festival was happening in Philly or Camden uh for the second one but the first one I was there okay and that was uh yeah that was it was fucking awesome who was the best who was the best who was the best ever the best no in this show in that show oh I mean Joey Baldonna Fucking killed it! Yeah. Oh yeah, Joey Belladonna. Because I heard, because I heard all these it. different opinions of who was the best. I've been asking, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've been I, I, asking around. I was standing in the sound booth and I was just kind of like, I, I, I saw Anthrax. I think the first time I saw Anthrax was the Headbangers Ball tour. That's the first time yeah. I saw them too. Halloween and yeah, yeah, uh, and Danzig. Because you guys are the same Exodus? age. Oh, yeah. It's so Exodus. cute. It was, oh no, Danzig. I'm thinking of Slayer because yeah, Danzig was, opened for Slayer. It was right, Exodus, yeah. Halloween, same venue, Anthrax. And I remember people were. I was. I was. I saw him at the uh, in in Boston at the Orpheum, and people people were throwing fucking sneakers and shit at fucking uh, (laughs) Halloween because they were a little like they ripped. Yeah, but they were a little. You know, they came out in like spandex and shit, and then you got Anthrax and Exodus who are like these trash bands. So yeah, they were wearing Reeboks and (laughs) jeans, and like the other guys were Europeans who were like, "This is cool." (laughs) Exactly. And you know what? Yeah. They yeah. went on to the, all those European bands. They all fucking massive careers. You oh know? yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. That's the shit that's still popular in Europe, though. It's, it's fucking. Totally yeah, you were just bizarre. there. What did you yeah. see, dude? It's totally bizarre. I went to Steel Fest, so no, I went to Black Metal Fest. You were in Finland. Yeah. Yeah. So it was all black metal. That's my shit, you know. So. I, I love it. it was that's awesome. great. It was really. Did Aronzi Pazuzu play or like no, any of the Finnish bands? I, you or? know, I love them, and I had just seen them at MDF last year, and they played at your place also. They like, sure did. Yeah, and, I had to, uh, I had to go. Amazing. Do you know Johnny Stiff? No. no, I don't think so. Oh shit! Then my story sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, 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 Johnny Stiff's the listeners don't know, so tell us who he is. I know the name. Johnny Stiff. Uh, he he booked. Uh, he's an old punk guy. He's got. He wears. He's a man hat with van. All the time. Man with van. Yeah, he I know exactly. He was in here recently. He was in here. He right. talks like this. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. 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 I know exactly who you're talking. So he, he used to book wetlands. He used to book CBs. He like he booked uh, a place called the Deli. Like, I had him on my podcast and it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And he's just like, he is a the one of the best New York characters ever. But like I knew him from booking shows. At Wetlands, and and you know he booked my bands and numerous times, and he, so Aranzi Pazuzu, they, they're fucking somebody in their fucking ridiculous idiocy decided to book them in a hotel on like Eighth Street and Forty Second, the Eighth Avenue and Forty Second Street. Oh like, Jesus! Yeah. So like their tour manager's like, oh, this is where we're staying, blah blah. And I was, he's like, we have fourteen road cases we need to get yeah. to the bar. But I was like. <laughs> Jesus. I'm like, all right, like, who the fuck booked you in Times Square? That's yeah. insane. Like, stay, stay in Long Island City around the corner, yeah. Yeah. you know? So I hired Johnny, stiff, fucking man with Van. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's just like, he shows, uh, I, I, I was going to send him by himself. Yeah. I was like, ah, I don't think this is a good idea. So yeah. I show up at the hotel, 
and I ride, like we get everything in and like they meet Johnny and like they're just like, the guy, the tour manager's like, I was like, oh, everybody can get in the back of the van. I'm like, no. <laughs> we'll take a separate cab. And one of the guys got in the van with him. Oh my God, it was the trip from hell. Yeah. It was so fucking funny. He was like, he just like, you know, he's a typical New Yorker where it's like, we all do it. We're like, we, we kind of narrate the drive. Right, 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 <laughs> it's right, right, like, right. I always call, I tell my wife that. She's like, why do you have to fucking yell all the time? Because I'm narrating it. Yeah. <laughs> this is a documentary about driving yeah. and I'm narrating it. Yeah. And it just happens to be a little bit racist, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, it's but it's true. Like you know, everybody becomes something. It's like ah, oh, Chinaman. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like everybody's yeah. something yeah. when you're, especially in New York, like because there's so many different people. Yeah. But you don't mean anything by it. You're just saying it. But yeah, Johnny is out of control. Like nice ass. <laughs> you know, like, shit like that. He's fucking screaming shit. And this Finnish kid is just sitting in the passenger seat, going, like, what the fuck? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It was fucking hysterical. I love this guy so much. He's just like he's such a. Like in the history of New York hardcore, and like this guy is like just a massive, incredible part of it. Right, but right, just right. like like a true New York character, yeah. doesn't give a shit what he says. Yeah, like he has no idea about Me Too or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was in here last week, Melody. You recognize if you saw him. He comes in once in a while. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever he comes to Vitus, he like perches up next to the sound booth and just sit there. He's like, audience, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I say, Johnny, you do whatever the fuck you want. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. I, this wouldn't exist without me. I know Johnny. Totally. Yeah. yeah, right? yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. So they're so, great. I saw, I saw Dodheim's Heimsgard, and they were one of the only bands I didn't like in Finland. And then I went to St. Vitus to see them last week or yeah. whenever the fuck that was and they sounded better at your place than oh, cool. they did um, in Finland. So. Well, was it an outdoor festival? It was, but they played inside. There was an outside okay. and an inside stage. Okay, so like MDF it used to be. It just was, uh, yeah, yeah, it's uh, like that. It's it's not, I mean, it's all black metal. It's not huge, but Tormentor well, yeah. played, which was black, fucking black metal, black metal is very, very uh, it, touchy with making it sound good you know yeah. because like uh, I, when I found a couple of years ago well even the, it like you know early on when black metal became like a trend which it did both in fashion and musically yeah. right like there were there were a lot of people who kind of just latched on to it. Well, and I think that's why there's more girls in black metal. Exactly. Too, because it's fashionable. Yeah, and which is well, fine. Well, it's not which, just I, that. I, there's a lot of bands that are very pretty sounding. It's a little, it's a lot yeah, different than yeah, death metal, you know? But, uh, like, you know, uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not gonna, eat, I'm not gonna comment on, like, whether a girl should like something that's like <laughs> this or that, but, <laughs> but, but the, the uh, but I do enjoy the idea of, like, girls being into it. You know, like, uh, like if it, Whatever it is that brings, like, there is something about it, honestly. Yeah. There, there is a, a mysticism or, like, whatever the fuck it is. But, like, I do see that for sure. Yeah. But, like, what I found with black metal at a certain point a bunch of years ago was that it was, it was sort of the new punk. Where if you didn't play your instrument that well, you could just kind of go, you know, you could play yeah. fucking 16ths on your, you know. Mm -hmm. And if, as long as you had a good drummer, you're all good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, it, there were just like so many bands that were doing this, and it's like, oh my god. There's too many bands. There There's was too but, many. But but it, what was good about it was that it made it easier to find the bands that were great. Right. right. You know, like uh, there's bands like uh, Mutilation Rights yeah. from Brooklyn, and you know, like I, I, I you know, love or hate him, Mike Dimmit. He writes great riffs. You know, and like like that that's a black metal band that has great riffs. They're taking the Dark Throne thing and doing like something cool with it and making it actually sound good right. you know like the uh imperial triumphant 
another great mm-hmm. fucking local great oh my god holy shit the guitar work on that is just so fantastic like right. I, but like there at at the time like six or seven years ago even maybe even less than that you'd have these bands that like i'd just be like this band sucks yeah yeah, yeah. this sucks and like this is the new punk and see all the see all those people playing they're going to be doing something whatever what's next doom okay they're gonna be playing in a doom band next week. Right, 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 right you know like there it's uh it's a weird thing to see and a weird thing to sort of comment on but but that's kind of the way it rolls and and, and at the end of the day like it's all different subgenres of metal so like whatever right. yeah i'm into it you know but uh, i i don't know what the end game is for anybody these days <laughs> right, 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 right. have fun does, with it, it, does it have to be anymore i mean um, a lot of black metal bands don't even want to get heard they're putting shit out only on cassette and they don't even want you to have it you know I, I, it's, yeah it's like I a mean, thing you know <laughs> i don't know i'm i'm a i'm a child of the 80s and right I, and i've had you know two major label deals and I'm like, i like i i kind of go yeah, I'd like some people to hear my shit. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah but you know, I think like, that's normal. I think it's odd that some bands are like, like I opened like a cassette. But and they it don't. Said, they do. It they literally do said. They do it on purpose. It because said they, no, a, no contact. Fuck you inside the yeah. cassette instead of having like any. I mean, that's cool. You spent all this money recording. Good for you guys. Like, yeah, whatever. yeah. Like obviously, you're independently wealthy and you enjoy that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't necessarily spend a lot of money recording anymore because you can do things very cheaply you can, now. You can, you know? but, but it's not the same, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, you know. I There's mean, a like, lot of these one... No, have you ever played a band? I, I did, yes. Yeah. What? <laughs> it was called Unto Ashes, and it was kind of a apocalyptic folk uh, goth kind of thing. That, and fit, we had that a, fits. We had yeah. a, you know, we had we were on Project Records. And oh, cool, we, okay. We put some albums out. They're still going, actually. Shit, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, we're learning things. About it's, each on, yes. uh, it's on Spotify if you want to check it out. I played on the first two albums. You guys so. didn't know that I was a Long Island hardcore godfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm and glad I, you, yeah. you, uh, yeah, I mean, you, you know, uh, people listening out there are going like, what? <laughs> this is how you learn. This is how we learn. Yeah. 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 What are you listening I've to had these 25 days? 25 releases, 25 commercial releases in my life. No shit. That's a yeah. lot. Yeah. 25. It's fucking nuts. There's a lot of good bands that came out of Long Island that, you know, Strong like, Island. Strong Island. <laughs> Don't say that, please. <laughs> You know what I always thought was underrated came out of Long Island was Neck. Oh, Neck was great. Neck yeah. was fucking great. And yeah, they were yeah. like ahead of their time, I felt like, when they first started coming out. And uh, Well, they I, were in the ashes of Neglect. So Neglect yeah. neglect is, uh, as far as that style goes, like, the, so Neglect, we share drummers. My band shared drummers with Neglect. Okay. And if, if you're unfamiliar with Neglect, I would say get familiar with it. Yeah, I'll check uh, it out. They, they, they basically were a hardcore band that stole obituary riffs. Okay. And... And had a skinhead singer who was a fucking total freak show <laughs> and would cut himself and like the whole nine. It was fucking, it was a whole thing right. that went on on Long Island. But like, <laughs> it was almost cult-like. It was really fucking weird. Nice. But they, they're they fucking great. And Hatebreed basically stole their sound from, their first Hatebreed record is a split with Neglect. Okay. And, and mm. they were fucking just, but Hatebreed, well, you know, Jamie was... Jamie actually had a fucking head on him. Yeah, he did. And wasn't a mental patient like the neglect guy. So yeah. Yeah. he was able to keep it together and fucking do something cool. But if you ever asked Jamie about neglect, he'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that band rules. Yeah. Uh, like they were a band that, that I, I feel like it's like it was neglect and mind over matter. My band, we were the two bands that sort of like uh, we, we, we stole. Well, we were also booking all the shows on Long Island, but we stole all the shows from the city because when CBs died, right. it was like, okay, where, where are we going to go? And bands started skipping the city and just coming to Long Island. Right, right, right. And, you know, we booked 
we booked uh, the pinnacle of our booking was Fugazi. Um, I didn't have anything to do with that. I'm not going to take credit for it, but like the, uh, but like it, it went from like venue to venue to venue. And then they found this place called the PWAC with the people with AIDS coalition, which was this massive warehouse in Lindenhurst that, um, was completely illegal. Right. And like, we would stick like 2000 people, like VOD drew like 2,500 people. Wow. <laughs> fucking insane. Wow. And, uh, but it was like it, all the money and there was no profit. All the money either went to the bands or to the people with AIDS coalition. So okay. it was like, you know, it was, it was, it was very That's awesome. PC. Yeah. 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 Like, I, it, yeah, I mean, it, it was a place that my, the singer of my band, Matter of Matter found because he wanted to find a place that we could do shows and benefit. Mm-hmm. But then my roommate, Artie Philly, who was the singer of Indecision um, okay. and Millhouse and whatnot, he kind of took it over and they had a, they had a coalition that signed this lease. It's, it's a crazy story. There's a documentary coming out relatively soon. That's kind of all about this shit, you know, like very self-important bullshit, but like, but it was still, it was cool because we were, we all grew up in the shadow of New York city. Right. You know, it right, was like, right. it was a half an hour away. Right. And some of us were, you know, worldly enough to venture out. Our parents weren't. <laughs> Our parents would never go to, I'm not going to the city. Yeah, I yeah. can't park anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so like it, for, for us, it was like, we got tired of the tough guy bullshit in, in the city that was going on all you know, DMS stuff and all that shit. We kind of got, we're over it. And so we created our own scene that became this kind of big thing out there. And it was fucking cool. You know, it was like, right. I, I love uh, those days where the nineties were fucking fantastic. Yeah. The nineties were cool. They were fucking fantastic. Yeah. You know, it was like, I, I, and, and, you know, I've managed to get every, almost every, it's funny cause we were talking about the trend of reunions I feel like I'm at the end of my trend of reunions. I don't think I can get any other bands together. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> the, the last one was Snapcase. It was like, All right. uh, we got the Snapcase shows. Yeah. Like, and that was like me writing to them. Oh, guys, uh, <laughs> right, right, right. just come down and fucking play. Right, like, yeah. We can, we can sell 750 tickets through Bazaar and us. And, oh, my yeah. God. It's like That's cool. Fucking torture. To, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't know, man. You know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Well, you know, so, I mean, don't they have to like get together and decide what they're going to play and practice those songs. It's a big pain in the ass. It is a pain in the ass, but when you're, but when you can sell out, yeah, you know, when you can sell 750 tickets at 20 bucks a pop, yeah, you know, would you want a couple of grand in your pocket? Yeah, it's a nice pay for a weekend. I guess it depends on, yes, yes, yes. But it depends on people's lives. People get older and they have all these responsibilities and fucking, you know? That's why it's hard to just be like, sure. Yeah, but everybody loves nostalgia. You know that. Yeah, they do. Yeah, of course. And like, you know, guys our age getting in their 40s, you know, mid 40s. Last chance? Yeah. Is that what you're trying to say? Come on. Exactly. You know, it's it's kind of the last hurrah, you know? So I always like, every time I go on tour in Europe, I'm always like, Okay, this is the last time I'm going to be here. Right, right, I've been right, doing right. that for 20 years. Yeah. yeah. So like, I'll just be like, oh, I, I got to see everything. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, wake but that's up early, good. Go yeah. see everything. Do yeah. that. Yeah. It's I good mean, to it's, do that. it's my favorite thing in the world. I mean, if, when I go to England, I'm just like, I'm a pig in shit. Right, I just right. feel like I am in my. It's it's not completely my ancestral home because I'm very American. Why do you love it so much? I just I've always been an Anglophile. Okay. My, my grandmother was English. Yeah. And every Sunday we would have Sunday roast, even though I didn't know what Sunday roast was. <laughs> we would just have dinner at my grandma's. Right. Right. And I remember the first time I was in England. England was also one of the, I, I don't like when I was on a major label and like I did download fest. I played download festival four times. Wow. Like I did like Reading and Leeds, like in front of six thousand people. Like wow. I had all these like the, the embracing that went on 
was incredible for me personally. And like, like, so being an Anglophile and then that in turn happening was such an incredible experience. And so, yeah, that's kind of why. But I remember the first time I walked in to a pub and it was like, oh, it's Sunday. We're going to get Sunday roast. And I was like, yeah. it smells like my grandmother's house. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. And it was just so cool. I was like, yeah, yeah because your grandmother's from England. And right. that's what she was doing. Right. She was making right. Sunday roast. Sunday yeah. roast was a bunch of fucking meat and shit on thing. And then they pour all the gravy over it and you just eat all of it. Right, right, right. right, right. And everybody gets drunk and it's fucking fun. <laughs> yeah. Great. It's very British to get drunk. Yeah. 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 Fantastic. Is that your, nice. what, what's your favorite place? Other in in England, like, do you have a favorite city or do you have a favorite? Manchester is pretty is special. Um, uh, I've always had great times there, and it's just like there's a vibe in Manchester that's really cool. Like when I started touring over there, it was kind of shitty. Yeah, and it's com- become very metropolitan, very different mm-hmm. now. Um, maybe gentrified. Well, be, hasn't uh, that happening everywhere? Basically, yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. Uh, Manchester is a place that I don't think anybody would have ever expected it. But right. but uh, no, I mean in London. Uh, there's just like so. There's a bunch of metal bars in London um, that, when especially just before Vitus was being built out, um, I was touring a lot with a band called Gay for Johnny Depp, right. one of my other <laughs> bands, um, uh, which was like a spazcore band that uh-huh. was actually the most popular band I've ever played in. Go <laughs> um, figure. Yeah, I know, right? Um, but the uh, we I, I made a point of just like, hey, I'm gonna go to you know, like, people would always walk in. Yes, you're into metal. Yeah, yeah. you know, because they didn't. You know, if you're in hardcore scene or like, uh, people didn't expect it, but I would always, you know, show my colors, right. you know, wear a t-shirt or, you know, like whatever. Yes, you're into metal. Yes, you should come to this place with me. All right, yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every town we were in, it didn't matter what country it was, I would go to the local metal bar. Right. And it was, you know, it's a learning experience. Yeah. And in London, there's a couple, there's one called the Crowbar. Mm-hmm. My friend Olivia is the manager there. I, Yo, Olivia! Um yeah. How long she been the manager for? A long time. Yeah, I know her. Yeah, yeah. we last time we were over, we we hung with the her. Color the color, live blonde. Yeah, yeah, she's, she's great. She's awesome. Super cool. Well, I have to say that was a that was an inspiration for us when the Intrepid Fox really. The Intrepid, well, the Intrepid, Fox. Well, the Intrepid yeah. Fox, yeah. Which is so gone that had now. two locations. That though. three. Three. The third Gee, one was like barely. One. It was not long, and um, I heard the owner just basically got. I felt up like in the Intrepid Fox is like the 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 Redux was a little over the top. Right. The original one is fucking great. Right. And I can see. I can see that. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. And that's the one we went to. That's the one we went to the original yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to the second one. Okay. Which is near, was near Crowbar, actually. Yeah. So have you ever been to Garlic and Shots? Yes. yes. All right, so Garlic and Shots was a huge one for me. Yeah. Uh, like, so uh, one day, like I, I spent a lot of time over there when I wasn't on tour. I would stay for a couple weeks before and after and like whatever. Like I just, I found the, the, the environment to be very inspiring. Right. And, and, uh, and so I go... And of course, I could get drunk, so whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although it's way expensive. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I went to Garlic and Shots one day, and I go downstairs, and I think it was daytime when I was there. And I was just like, still I'm pitch black. Yeah, still, <laughs> yeah, still, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, of course, there's no windows. Yeah. <laughs> and they were playing The Shining, The Swedish Shining, the really depressing, depressing yeah. Shining. And I'm like, I'm sitting there, and I'm just like, I just, like, I had a moment, man. I was like, this rules. So it's like 101 shots. Yeah. Two different beers, Bud and San Miguel. Yeah. Like, this place is the fucking shit. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. my sound guy eventually met me there, this guy Rich, who's from Nottingham. And we were just, like, fucking chilling. I was like, this is this is the shit. And I remember coming back from that tour, and Vitus was, like, sort of half-built. Right. So they had built the stage, the second version of the stage. There were two versions of it. The second version of the stage was up, and I stood up on stage, and I just looked out, and I went, I want to fucking play here. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, 
this is fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that was very much like, you know, because I had left with like, like this stage sucks. We need to do this, blah, blah, blah. And uh, yeah, it was, it just felt like, it was just one of those moments where like, I sort of saw all the influences. Like we were like, you know, George brings in the sort of, uh, the glam rock thing, which right. is totally his thing. And he grew up in Brooklyn and he went to, he lived at Lemoore's basically, mm-hmm. you know, but he was, you know, White Lion is his, and TNT are his favorite <laughs> shit. I mean, that was nice. the shit in the 80s. Yeah. I know, you know, it's cool. Yeah, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> but I appreciate it, you know, like I, I'll listen to White Lion and TNT and Dokken and shit like that, like, and I'll be like, all right, this is pretty cool. Rat, yeah. it's pretty heavy, good songs. But, yeah. you know, like Thrash was where it was at at the time but that's like, how I was but, but like you know like the way that was done like the, the guy was designing it was just like he was doing this weird stained metal thing and it was like that looks cool we should do more of that right, right. you know and then it was like we wanted to make the bathrooms confessionals yeah, yeah like just take it as far as we could but we couldn't afford to do that yeah. and we were going to yeah. put stained glass on the front and we couldn't afford to do that either yeah, yeah, so yeah. we just moved it inside but, yeah. <laughs> but it was you know the idea was to make a Byzantine church yeah. like a, a Greek Orthodox style church but uh, we didn't have the money for that but the, the, the idea is that like these places that we were going to like I was going to I was just like I was bringing all the shit back on like I want to do this yeah this is how I want this place to live. And like, you know, like what you guys were saying with uh, the intrepid Fox, like, yeah. Yeah. You yeah. totally right. get it. And that's what happened. I remember. We had, we had the, the, they had posters on the ceiling of the original oh, location. So oh, we yeah. did posters on the ceiling at, at the first Lucky 13. Yeah. We yeah. loved it. I remember yeah. it. Yeah. And, that's what, yeah. <laughs> and people were like, that's a great idea. And I'm like, well, we got, we actually took it from somewhere. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, it's, it's not that original you an know? idea, so it's okay. I no, mean, it, exactly. It's cool though. It, it, and it was, you know, I uh, at the time when we first opened up, I mean, we were like, there was nothing else going on, and there was no other metal bar in, oh, no, in the city. No. You know what I mean? There was Bellevue Bar up in Hell's Kitchen, but that wasn't even a metal bar at the time. I mean, it was a cool rock and roll bar, but you know, so, but yeah, and then we, and that and that's what it, the inspiration for Lucky Thirteen was. They'll go in there and be like, "Fuck, man, we got to do something like this." Yeah, you know I mean, I, mean? I, w- I was in Munich. I was like, I mean, anywhere I would go, I was I would see these metal bars. That Barcelona were awesome. has the best metal bars. I've never been. Barcelona yeah, has Barcelona's the best metal, metal bars. Metal yeah. I was so I had a I did a tour. I got my accents coming. Yeah, out. it's <laughs> out of control. Yeah, actually. you get a little buzz in the fucking. I did a tour in uh, with Gave John Depp and my old band Godfather's Man, and we did Europe, and then uh, I had a week off in between for Europe and England, and so I was like, where should I go? Right, I'm gonna go someplace for a week, and everybody was like fucking off. Like each each guy was going to a different place, and so I was like, I was like, I'm gonna go to Barcelona, mm-hmm. and I was t- flying out of Frankfurt, and I didn't really know. Like I, I was looking at Ryanair and like all the you know all the shitty cheap stuff and like I was like oh well it's two hours outside of the Barcelona you know like this that the other. I was trying to find the airport I just didn't ask the right people right so I like I kind of compromised and I was like you know what I'm just gonna go to Edinburgh for mm-hmm. for a week right so I went to Edinburgh for a week by myself which was I mean what I I learned a lot about myself I'm <laughs> not very sociable yeah <laughs> yeah I don't make friends easy yeah um. Uh, I'm I I'm so damaged from touring and being in bands and shit that that I'm u- just used to being surrounded by people who know me or yeah. I know them or like whatever the case might be and and all either that or like the symbiotic relationship of when you're on tour and like you're sitting at the merch table and the reason someone's talking to you is because they want to buy merch and like it, you know what I mean like there's like you make friends right. eventually but meeting them the actual like process of like saying hi and stuff yeah. like that and like first meeting. I have a lot of trouble with that. Yeah. And, and so I would hang out at this place called Bannerman's, which was 
the metal bar in yeah. in in, Glas- in uh, Edinburgh. There's probably another one that I didn't know about, but it's right on uh, Cow Cowgate, which is where like the bodies used to go when they would throw Neither dead of us have, have ever been to Edinburgh. Yeah, so. it's fucking beautiful. It's incredible. It's Harry Potterville. Okay. It, um, and uh, and uh, Greyfriars um, Cemetery is right down the block, and Greyfriars Cemetery is the most haunted cemetery in the world. Okay. It's and it's beyond creepy. Yeah, yeah, It's yeah. so creepy, but it's so awesome when you're fucked up and you just go there at like three <laughs> o'clock in the morning. It's like, ah, oh, and I'm to be by myself, like, ah, oh, this is so cool. That's like, cool. I'm going to lay on graves and sing Merciful Fate songs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. cool. But uh, yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it was an eye-opening experience for me to, like, it, like, to realize that I'm just not, I'm not, I'm not that, uh, I'm not that sociable a guy. Right, 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 right. Well, I always thought I was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, yeah. but travel alone, travel alone. It's, you just did it. I yeah. do it all yeah. the time. Yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know if it's different for a girl, like, cause you're probably more guarded. Uh, I'll it, talk it, to anybody. Ask Jeff. Yeah. I'll talk to anybody. Yeah. I don't give, I'm, I'm very social. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't care. But it, it, no, but really, like, if I'll talk to complete strangers, I'll butt into other people's conversations if I have something to say. Like, I really am just like New York that. style. It's all right. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I'm like you in that way, too. Like, I have been, I had a hard time. Like, I want to travel alone, doing some things alone, but I, I know yeah. how I am. Jeff's always like, I don't know. And I'm like, I'm going by myself. And he's always like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love going places by myself because I feel like you have experiences that you maybe wouldn't have if you were... Talking to somebody yeah. else that you were with. Yeah, you like, know? I, like uh, when I'm on tour, like I, I've, uh, at least with Primitive Weapons and Aegis, my other band, like me and Eric are really close, and he owns uh, he owns uh, Lake Street and uh, Goldies. Okay, in, yeah, in, in, you know Hipsterville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, I fucking love it. He's you know making a mint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but like he, you know, him and I, we just fuck off. Yeah. It's like like you know, hey, we sound checked, and then it's like let's find whatever cool bar we can find nearby right. to go drink Negronis and, and fucking have fun and right. just talk to each Like it's, he also has kid, you know, it, it, but I very much like, like when we're touring, like that's sort of where my time goes, right. you know, like, whereas when I was a kid, even when I did, when I was doing, I did, I played fucking houses in VFW halls for 15 years yeah. <laughs> and like that shit was fun. Yeah. In retrospect, it was fun at the time. It'd be like, ah, yeah shit, we got to stay here. Yeah. But I mean, that was where you got laid or you had fun or, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's like, like, because you actually got to spend time with people Yeah, and like numerous times over and over again, like you come back through and be like, Hey dudes, what's mm-hmm. going on? Yeah. We're staying at your house again. It's cool. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's funny. You know, the funniest part about that is that I've experienced that culture in so many ways. Like I can't even tell you like in the late nineties, like, mid nineties to, to mid two thousands. But What's funny is when people move here mm-hmm. and try and co-op that culture into here, mm-hmm. into New York, which is just like bullshit. So like <laughs> you want to run your fucking shitty DIY fucking like, oh, we don't have a liquor license. So we got PBR and a fucking bucket and like, and like, oh, we, you know, we're not legal. And like, you know, but like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. How's that yeah, sound? Yeah. Welcome to New York because yeah. you're bullshit in fucking... Richmond, Virginia isn't going to fucking work here. Yeah. You know, yeah. and if you look at all the, all the classic venues in New York, all the legendary venues, they all were legit. Yeah. They had to be, or got grandfathered into being legit. I mean, maybe not perfectly. Nobody's perfectly legit. Right. It's not, <laughs> there's no way you could fucking operate yeah. like that. But you know, it's like, it, it just, it's crazy, right? Like, yeah. like I, like when, you know, and not to talk shit about them, it's, I, I, I loved, I played, 
I played, uh, uh, what was it, fucking the, the one on Kent, uh, 258 Kent, whatever, the one, uh, and, and fucking, the one that was next to uh, the pop gun, shit, I gotta piss again. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like I've, I've played a lot of these DIY uh, venues here in New York. And well, like, especially in, Williamsburg at the time, when, when Williamsburg first started becoming Williamsburg, there was a ton of them kind yeah, of Yeah, 538 Johnson yeah. was like somebody's fucking apartment. I went to yeah. see... Uh, <laughs> A walking concert, which is Walter from Quicksand's other band, and I, I, I go there and I'm just like, and I had heard about this place, and I was just like, this is cool, in Kansas City, yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. not here in New York, yeah, like it, you can't not bother somebody, yeah, like you can't expect to just fucking roll in and be like, hey, we're gonna be DIY punk rock. Uh, that's cool, bro. Yeah. Are you a multimillionaire who yeah. owns a building that's yeah. in the middle of fucking nowhere? Yeah. Great. Enjoy dude, yourself with that one. Dude, like, when, when we first opened up Lucky 13, there was a place in Sunset Park that was having shows. A and house. I was, yeah, it was, it was a, house. a house. And I was yeah. like, yo, and I and they were calling it something, and I was like, I gotta go check this out. I yeah. knew somebody that was playing there. I was gonna go check it out. You literally walk through somebody's kitchen and then walk down yeah. into the fucking Which is basement. awesome. Again, it's awesome. If you can get away with it, that's fucking killer. Yeah, it didn't last. But it doesn't last. But they don't have were they soundproofing. Hispa- were, they Hispanic- <laughs> were they Hispanic, sata- satanic Hispanics? Yeah, I don't know. There were a bunch of like, well, young, Sunset white, Park be white fucking hipster kids. Really? You know? White kids yeah. in the Sunset Park? Yeah, yeah. lame. It was, and this is fucking, lame. and this is 15 years ago, you know? Artie's going to pee again. Yeah, Artie's going to go pee. And we're going to wrap it up in a few minutes anyway because you got to get out of here. You got to go to work soon, correct? Yes, I do. Shut up. No, we're not done yet. We're not done yet. But, uh, uh, but yeah, my, what the fuck was the name of that? I don't remember. I don't the remember name what of that it was place. called. But either. it was a bunch of white kids in Sunset Park, and when you did go into the basement, it was all fucking. Um, they did have insulation on the walls like it was all like like it, like, uh, like the pink panther shit yes yeah. and it, but it was like really thick right and fucking so uh, they were trying they, at least. Oh, they were trying yeah it was like wrapped in plastic it was all like plastic on the That's walls crazy. with like really thick yeah. fucking insulation and they did a decent job how did they like, sar- serve um, booze you brought your own booze you, oh it was a BYOB you, and you put it in the refrigerator upstairs oh my god Ooh, that's like, hilarious in somebody's refrigerator yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was just like I don't know. It was like five bucks at the door. You go downstairs and and saw. Uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember the place. I just don't really remember anything about it. Yeah, I, I don't think you never went there. right? No, I went there no. with Miguel and 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 stuff one time. I remember uh, um, some band that played at Lucky Thirteen was playing over there. Yeah. So I wanted to go fucking yeah, check yeah, it out. Yeah. But yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was totally DIY. And there was a couple of places in Williamsburg I went to. I went to some loft over there. Was there was a place called, what was it called in Williamsburg? Uh, maybe it wasn't Williamsburg. Maybe it was DBA. Bushwick. Death by Death by Audio. Death yeah, by Audio, yeah. Yeah, I played there a yeah. couple of times. It's, I it's, saw Wolves in the Throne Room there. Yeah, they, yeah. They, there was some, like that, that place was great. It was owned by um, or run by the people who are in uh, A Place to Bury Strangers. Uh-huh. Okay. A band, uh, which like they built uh, DBA pedals out of there. Okay. Um, Death by Audio pedals. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah, like it was th- that place was great, and you know, like and there was like that whole corner was filled with DIY spaces. Right. That whole building until Vice bought it. Right. You know, but I mean, like how long? You can't get away with that anymore. Now, I mean, there was no. you know back then you could uh, you barely know, barely you could get away with it. But I mean, I knew kids living in. Fucking garage spaces in Williamsburg back Still, in you yeah. know 1997. Yeah. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It oh, was yeah. it was cool as fuck though. I mean it was scary as fuck. I mean going this over wasn't, there. But this wasn't a long time ago though. It's that, really not. Death by really Audio. Like very, I took Greg there. I don't know where Death by Audio. Yeah, they, was. so they, they it wasn't did, that uh, long ago. It's, it was it's right by uh it's on it was on Second Street between Kent and uh, and Wife. Okay. And it, but it's uh, it's what was it. Seven years ago? Yeah. No, no, it closed while we were open. So 
it has to be probably Eight. like four years ago. Really? They mm-hmm. made a documentary about it. Um, did they? Who did? Somebody did. <laughs> I've seen it. I went, I saw somebody there once. Uh, um, I saw somebody there. If these trees could talk, I think I saw that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I, I opened for 108 there. Yeah. You know 108? No. Hare Krishna hardcore band? No. Yeah. Fun. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yep. I have a rich history with Hare Krishna hardcore bands. I love uh, it. Awesome. <laughs> Is Shelter considered a Hare Krishna hardcore They are the epitome of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was just at the show at Brooklyn Bazaar last week. Yeah? How was it? It was, uh, you know. Lots of mala beads. <laughs> smelled like sandalwood, yeah. Smelled yeah. like sandalwood, yeah. Um, yeah, no, it was cool. Like, I, I toured with, all right, so I'll tell this. We can end on this story. Which Fantastic. If right. you want to. Um, so I toured with the band with Shelter. I, I was asked to um, do merch. I, I was, like, basically I had a van. So I would drive a lot of bands in the early 90s around the East Coast right. when I wasn't using it for my band. And um, so I got a call one day, and it was like, hey, Shelter needs a merch guy, van guy, whatever, van. I was like, I was, I'll do it for 50 bucks a day, whatever, mm-hmm. which, of course, they loved. And um, I, was like, I was like, what's the tour? Like, oh, it's, uh, it's Typo Negative, Christian Death, and Shelter. Wow. And I was like... Uh, Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to miss this. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I drove. I, it was like two and a half weeks. We went on the tour, um, and it was like one of the weirdest. I mean, I I, I sort of knew the, some of the guys from Shelter. So Sammy Siegler, who was in Gorilla Biscuits and Rival Schools and whatnot. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I already knew Sam. Um, this is previous to me playing in a band with him, but like it was like how I met him and it was like whatever. I, how we got to actually know each other where we were kind of like supporting each other during this tour because he wasn't Krishna but everybody else was right, right, right. so we're in the van and they would just like chant the whole time oh, like, it was fucking weird and we would stay at these like uh, Krishna like uh, there was so much money in the International Society for Krishna Consciousness Ishkan yeah. we would stay at these like rich people's houses and all this weird shit and it was like such a fucking weird experience and, I, and I'm I can imagine. Yeah. yeah. So, so I, you know, I, here I am. Like, I'm like, I probably haven't not had a drink in one day, probably. <laughs> a, I mean, I, since I was 15. Right. Right? You know, so I don't know how old I am here. I'm probably like 22, maybe okay. if that. And so, like, I had to not drink for two weeks. Wow. But I mean, fair enough. I had to drive. So right. 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 Whatever. But uh, but it was it was definitely a pushing it even while <laughs> typo was on or something you were like pounding beers back no there, so, no because i had to drive right. i was i was driving the van okay. but like so typo all right so the scenario that just to put it in context this is just after the playgirl issue came out okay yeah, yeah. right so typo is like full-on at this point and there's literally we would you know so i'm with a bunch of fucking Hari krishna guys this is this like fucking out to lunch weirdness <laughs> And I'm looking at Typo's fucking bus, and there's literally a line of girls down. Like, and they would give them 15 minutes of pop. Wow. They roll in. I have no idea what went on in there. I'm sure it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's just hope, you know, no hashtag me too bullshit. I'm yeah. pretty sure not, or else we would have heard about it. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, Pete was a very nice guy. He was a gentleman. Yeah. He, was. he was. On that tour, man, holy fucking shit, what a cool guy. And um, so, we, but we would stay at all these, like, weird mansions and shit. I remember being in DC and we're staying at this person's house and this guy was such a creep. Yeah, such yeah. a fucking creep. Oh my God. I was like, I was looking for fucking cameras in the shower and shit. I was like, this guy's such a creep. Yeah, and this is before anybody knew that Ishkan was like a kitty porn fucking thing. Right. And uh, so, you know, like I'm taking a shower. I'm kind of weirded out, but I met this woman named Mother Yamuna who was Prabhupada. Prabhupada was a guy who was the head of the Christian movement here in the West. Okay. He brought it over over here, whatever, and like 
she was his assistant. So she had met the Stones. She had met all the Beatles. She had met everybody. Right. Like, fucking crazy. She had the best stories ever. And she cooked me a vegan um, birthday cake. It was my birthday. Okay. <laughs> and it was fucking glorious. Yeah. Like, it was incredible. And I remember giving a piece to Pete Steele. So we like, we didn't finish it. It was so good. And it was so much like, this woman was such like, she was just filled with love. Right. Like you could just feel it. Of course. Like you could just, like I could, I was eating it. I was right, eating right. the love. Krishna, cool. Krishna is all about love. That's it what Krishna is you know, about. Especially if you're a homeless guy in downtown Brooklyn and you yeah. want to live somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, uh, so I, we brought in some cake and I gave Pete, piece to Pete <laughs> and he's like this is hellish yeah <laughs> that's all he said it was so fucking it was at the Trocadero in Philadelphia I remember this very vividly it was like like it, it, but that, that whole, it, so then we got to Long Island we played at Sunday uh, the Roxy sorry right. it was the, old, the, new, the new Sundance and Christian Death broke up during the show yes no show. Yeah, so VOD yeah, went yeah. on VOD it went on whole first thing. yeah Shelter played yeah, especially like the newer versions of Christian Death, which are fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. They were so bad. Yeah. And, and then uh, Christian Death played, then Typo went on, and Christian Death broke up in, after they got off stage. No shit. And the drummer walks on stage during Typo's set and just throws all the merch out to the crowd. No. It was fucking amazing. It was <laughs> so good. It awesome. was like, like one of those, like uh, that whole experience, and it was so, seeing Shelter recently, it was like, it was just really funny. It was Sammy was like, He's like, you fell for it a little bit. I was like, no, I went to the temple a couple of times after the tour. I actually got a, a, a they, I got a tattoo on my arm uh, that was like a, a, om, a lotus flower, an right. omen lotus flower. But they, they turned like they, they would say shit like, you know, like uh, Asian people are aliens. Yeah. Right. So like, there's this whole thing interpretation of the Bhagavad Gita, where like because Asians have the slanty eyes, right. that they're 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 aliens. Wow. They they're from a different race. You got yeah. to watch some ancient aliens. Yeah. There's I mean, one they, about how Shiva is an alien. Like yeah, it's no fucking well, out yeah, of control. And the battle, the great battle in the sky. I've watched some ancient aliens. Some there's of a, it's there's really an amazing book that they gave me on that tour, which because because my sister has been abducted by aliens. <laughs> God, I'm white trash. And, like, <laughs> and so like I told them that story, and they gave me this book. This Krishna guy had written this book about um, the the Bhagavad Gita and the and the alien. Um, interpretations that were in it and all the shit. Uh, it, it was it was just one of those things. But like, yeah, it's pretty wacky. The, yeah, it's super wacky. It's yeah. even more. I won't even say some of the shit that yeah. went on. Now, are those guys still wacky. practicing and shit or no? What's that? Are those guys still yes. practicing? Oh, oh yeah. They are, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, and thank God yoga became a thing, or else they wouldn't have careers. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like they all look. You got. I mean, if you look up John Purcell, who's the guitar player, Shelter, the guy is ripped. He's like fifty-two. Yeah. And he's like, he's doing all these fucking, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And when they tour, what they do is they do like. Uh, so John, when he was here, he went to um, Gavin's, uh, uh, Gavin Van Vlack's gym, okay. and did a whole like yoga thing. And like they'll sell them out all the time because they're like you know well known. Right. So Capo and Porcel, they both do it. Like they, when they're on tour, it's, it's like where Walter Schreifels from Quicksand, when he would tour, he would like he would do an acoustic show across the street. Right, right, after right, right, the, right. They they do yoga. Yeah, that's true. Right. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. One hundred eight cool. is actually the number of beads in Amala. Right, and right. on and on rosary beads. And it's uh, okay. oddly enough. Well, right. rosary beads are copied from the Mala. Right, but yeah. I know that. I mean, I, I grew up Catholic. And, and yeah. they <laughs> say they say that there's all these different interpretations of where the number one hundred eight. Co- 
came from, and that a lot of ancient um, Indian texts actually knew the distance from the sun to the earth is 108 times the distance from the like there's all, to the moon to the earth, and it's true. That's crazy. It's yeah. actually all true. Right. So it's whack, really weird. That whole yeah, wacky thing crazy. with the yeah. the base of the pyramid, yeah, being uh, a 3.14. Like they, they, there's, uh, it's all 42. Like they, 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 the numbers work in a universal way with the pyramids from Me in Mexico and, and Egypt. And Egypt, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. fucking crazy. That stuff yeah. is crazy. So maybe the alien Graham shit Hancock. isn't that far yeah. off. Read, read all Graham Hancock stuff yeah. because he doesn't agree with the ancient aliens guys because right. they just say it's all aliens. They're out of, they're out of control. But his his idea is that that uh, civilization existed in a very um, advanced way and was wiped out. 10,000 years ago. Right, okay. right, right. And, and, and a few people survived, and those are the people that brought on... Like, when he talks about Egypt, and he talks about the, the hieroglyphs and all the shit, like, they, the hieroglyphs just appeared. Right. How did that happen? Like, they, they didn't develop a, a language. They just suddenly appeared. Somebody just came with it. Yeah. Like, there's, there's so many things that don't make any fucking sense. It, and, of course, we're always going to look to weird shit for the answer. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, you yeah. know, what's, and we'll the, probably what's never the alternative? Know, but I have, to, I have to say that I, I feel like a lot of the answers are going to come to uh, Debekli Tempe. Uh, uh, like, a lot of these sites that they're finding that are so ancient. Mm -hmm. And also with modern technology and uh, uh, radar scanning from space, mm -hmm. they can find all of these spaces and shit underground that they didn't know existed. I think a lot of stuff is going to come out in the future. Whether people give a shit or not is another story. You know, it's like because... Honestly, at the end of the day, like, you know, with climate change, we're going to lose a shit ton of fucking land yeah. and with yeah. sea level changes. So worrying about what, where the pyramids of Giza came from, uh, it's like, kind of low on the priority list. There's still list. always going to be people that are obsessed with <laughs> yeah, that stuff, are. though. Oh, yeah, I, I, I totally am. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like I'm wasting my time when I do it, but I still want to do but it. It's, yeah. But if it's something that intrigues you, that you're, it's not a time waster. Yeah. Yeah, if know, it makes yeah. your brain work, it's not a time That's waster. what podcasting's all about. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to learn stuff. <laughs> exactly. That's a, I, I love to be able to just sit around and listen to shit and be like, I'm learning shit. Yeah, 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 <laughs> I love yeah, this. Yeah. You know, even like people give Joe Rogan shit, but like he gets the best interviewer. Oh, he gets great interviews on that. Like, it's fucking great. Yeah, like you just Jeff like I would it. never yeah. have heard of this person before, and yeah. they're talking about things that I would never understood or like heard about. Yeah, you know, it's like I, I mean, fuck yeah, yeah, man. Go, God bless the podcast revolution. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's pretty cool. Yeah. It's fucking cool. Say. Look at us now, and there's a podcast about I everything. There you know is, what I mean? yeah. It's, it's actually there's too many. There's way too many. There's I hear, oh, many. there's this podcast about this, and this. Po I don't have time for all that. Like, I got to choose something. That's why I don't know if you guys know Ron, my co-host Ron Gamaldi. No, I don't know. He's an old school fucking, he's a total freak. Yeah. And I love having him on my fucking show because he just like, he'll sit there and talk about his weird sex life and shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah. and then, and then his 10,000 records that he owns. And nice. I just eagerly like, come on, keep talking about it. Do you dude. still collect yeah, yeah. vinyl? Do you still collect I do. vinyl? Yeah. yeah. Do you have like a ton of it? Is your wife uh, ready to kill you? Uh, no. I mean, I had a lot of it in storage uh, for years and I finally like, uh, I got it out of my sister's house. And, All right. And, uh, Basically, around when Vitus opened, I got it. I got it out um, because I wanted to decorate the the bar with as much cool shit as I could. Right. Oh, is a lot of that stuff yours? It's all mine. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what's cool. I have to say that's what's cool about having the bar because you can just kind of keep collecting more shit. Right. Yeah. Out of wall space, but then you know. Whatever. That's why I like having the bar. I still have a lot of shit in my apartment, but you know. Yeah, I, I, I literally have nothing. I, I, everything went to. The only thing I have is all my Oasis collectibles, which you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I took a couple of the expensive things out of here, like uh, like um, 
uh, uh, you Evil took the Evil Dead. Poster. I took the Evil Dead poster out that's signed by Sam Raimi and the whole cast. Yeah. And um, after that, doll went missing. And then I have a couple of things just I like. I mean, I have a chopper read. I don't know if you chopper read is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a couple chopper read things, which I don't. We just don't. We don't leave anything within touching distance <laughs> yeah, of no, anybody. No. And everything's pretty much nailed down for the most part. But now, whatever. Some, we had shit. Sto- we had shit stolen at the old spot. Yeah, yeah. no, he was telling me about it. it, it Depressing. Yeah, like uh, we we definitely like made a point of uh, like when we were starting to put shit that was out like you know we put the pictures up um yep. which uh, a friend of ours did a series of a lot of big bands playing with our logo in the background yep. when they didn't put a banner up uh and so like that, that shit was so hard man like doing the flyers in the back uh, the t-shirt that we just put out which i don't know if you've seen like i, seen it, yeah. I made i basically wanted to make a shirt that looked like a festival okay so and and like but choosing the bands to be on it right, was right. so fucking hard, and I yeah. forgot so many. I didn't. I, 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 the only rules I had were no local bands because if I put one, I got to put everybody. Yeah, 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 yeah. And and then like uh, I, I, I was trying to satiate like say Ed or Vinny, yeah. like these guys were like yeah. it's like like you know they they did these shows, but like the bands aren't. Uh, you know they're not Ohm and they're not Sleep and they're not you know what I mean like so like Cult of Fire I put on there and like a couple other bands who like, I who I just saw at Steel Fest sick. and so were sick. amazing yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah they played our place which yeah. is insane yeah like like but I I was trying to satiate different people I was like oh you know and then and then I went like. Does Grim Reaper deserve to be on there? Probably not. They've never sold the place out. Does right, Fates right, Warning right. deserve to be on yeah. there? Probably not. They never sold right. the place out. Does Metal Church? No, probably right. not. They never sold the place out. But they're old school metal bands. So yeah. I was like, oh, we got to represent this. We're gonna, and I got to represent hardcore. Originally, I wanted to do like a hardcore stage, um, <laughs> like a, a, a new wave of British heavy metal stage. Yeah. You know? right. and, and, uh, but I just I gave up after a while. It was just so like literally six months of back and forth <laughs> with the designer trying to make this fucking shirt. Nice. And I still, like when it got printed, I was like, fuck. I, was, I, forgot, I, I, I put it up online right, and people, people were just like, what about what this? About this? Yeah. What about this? Wow. We got, uh, the singer of Whores, Christian, he was like, He's like, dude, really? I'm like, <laughs> dude, I forgot. You can I'm sorry. never make everybody like, happy. Yeah, have I forgot minus myself. the bear. I forgot fucking battles. I forgot fucking battles. Yeah. You know, like, oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're just gonna like, have to do a couple different versions of yeah, it. That's all right. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We, like George was like, why don't we just do one for every year? So I was like, oh fuck. No, man, that's this is too, too much. Hot. That's way like, look, too much work. Look, we got yeah. fucking. We got. Nirvana, and it says they actually played here. Yeah, 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 that's cool. uh, Anthrax and Megadeth. Okay, cool. You know, yeah. like, but it's uh, should do it just like sort of decorating and, and sort of. Uh, I got approached about doing a fucking book. Oh yeah. Which was like I I, I was like, well, we're not done yet. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like I was like, maybe when we're done, it's like putting out a greatest hits before you break up. I don't yeah, know. yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I thought it was very odd, but like you know, he was like, you could make you know this much money. I was like, yeah, but I'm gonna work for two years. My like yeah. doing all this shit, like uh, and like you said, you're not done yet. When yeah. we're not. Done. Yeah, I mean, you can do it while you're still going, you know. But uh, and he, the guy actually sold me pretty heavily on it. But I just knew it was going to come down. Like I would be like, "Hey guys, let's all do this together," and it would be like, "Yeah, sure." And it would that would last two months, and then yeah, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah, everyone would kind of go off in their own ways. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, uh, yeah, that shit's it. It's just hard to do. It's hard to like, yeah, make everybody happy and yeah, you do all shit. Like, I, 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 we, we gave up a long time ago. You know, <laughs> like, you know we started booking indie shows. We were just like, uh, we're doing, we're gonna do indie shows now because we can't pay the rent. Yeah, if yeah. we don't, you know, because metal, metal rules and yeah, it's it's what we want to do. Right. But there's just not enough to go around. And then there's, you know, you're in New York, which is the most competitive. Yeah. 
place in the world. Yeah. And the like place. the number one market in the world. Yeah. So like, you know, like how am I supposed to compete against Live Nation? Yeah. Yeah. Any night of the week, there's a thousand things going on. Yeah. There's so much yeah. shit going yeah, on. Yeah. Hard. Like, and not only that, you, you nail the show. And then what other shows are going on that night? Right. Yeah. You know, like so people's attention are taken. You know, what's a good example of that is the amount of no shows we get from the will call, which we've, yeah. we've been keeping track of for the past couple of years. And it's so interesting to me. Yeah. Where like 70 people don't show up. Yeah. That's crazy. Show right? that they bought tickets for. Yeah. And you're just kind of like, how the fuck? Which, and you know, in my brain, that is less money at the bar. Right. So like 70 people times however much at the bar. And I'm looking at, like, that's the only way we make money. Right. Like, Jesus Christ, man. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would 70 people decide not to come to a show? Yeah. You know, it's... it's Whether they forget yeah. there's something else going on that they decide they'd rather go to. There's of so course. many possible yeah, reasons. Oh, it, it doesn't end. It but doesn't yeah. end. Yeah. I mean, we, we all do it. Yeah. yeah. We all do it. Yeah. But it's just... but. I've only done it if I've actually forgotten that I bought tickets to something. That's the only time. Well, we I've try. Done we that. try and do. We try and do everything possible to to remind people up until the day of. Yeah. But it's like it's just like promoting and like the way that Facebook works and social media. It's just like the whole thing is so much more than it used to be. Like in the in the '90s, it would be like, yeah, go hand out flyers. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like and you like you were saying, you go to Lemoy's without yeah. even just knowing go. what was going on. Yeah, right. you look at the back of the Village Voice, and there was fucking you know, yeah. see what yeah. the fuck is going. Sit on. online and ask the place to fucking get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like like that that shit that was like a lot of fun. But nowadays it's you know, you're competing with so much there's so much noise. Yeah. There's so much noise. And uh, you know, like God bless your place, you know, God bless our place, like uh, uh, places that can stay independent, kick ass, uh, places like uh fucking elsewhere or like some of the newer places that are opening up. It's just like it's killer, yeah. you know, like it's great. I mean, granted elsewhere four million dollars to fucking do it but but. you know uh, but uh, like like look at like we had we didn't have shit you guys didn't have shit yeah no and we we did something that's fucking cool and you know and and we all support each other like that's that's the way this fucking scene should roll and that is the way the scene should roll you know what I mean that's what's you know annoying about you know you can be competition you can be competition but you can be friendly competition and it's like you know like I'm, jeal- I'm jealous of, of the regular crowd you guys have. Yeah. That makes me, you know, like I come in and I'm just like, oh, fuck, man. Like this is cool. But at the same time, like I really like these people and I want them to be successful. Right. Because the more successful we all are, the bigger the scene gets, the more it perpetuates itself. Yeah. It, it just it just feeds on itself. And, yeah. you know, that's we, what we don't get any good shows, though. So you're the one that gets all the good shows. So you get we the get, good shows and we get the just people that come in just to drink. Well, yeah, we get, but, we get, we but get, there's something to that, dude. Yeah, yeah no, there yeah. is. There is. And we get and listen, we, you know, and that's what it is. Listen, we get a lot of the listen our stage is smaller the back room smaller we get you know we get a lot of the local guys we don't get the big names in here but some of these local guys pack it out yeah, and as i said we got do. we got the front bar where it's like even if shit's going on we still got people coming in the right exactly and you can stay in so, business yeah. and like you know like I, I, again like we that was our situation in the beginning when people actually lived in greenpoint and then yeah. after a year they all fucked off yeah, yeah. bedsty bushwick and, and richwood and so like we had to become a full-time venue and yeah. when you're a full-time venue it's really hard to have regular business because shit's loud all the time yeah. mm-hmm. people don't want to fucking hear it mm-hmm. you know maybe like you guys have the door here like we put the door at the front we used to do it in the middle yeah, 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 but yeah we eventually it put it at the front because it was just like this is pointless yeah. you know right. and people can just basically watch the show yeah and uh, yeah, it's just it's it's very it's very hard to control all of, all the elements of it. Yeah, you know. But like, so everybody's got a different niche, and that's cool. And you know, 
man, we'll throw you shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. I we mean, get them. Yeah. yeah, we get we get stuff that we're just like, oh, we can't do that. We're booked, you know, blah blah blah. Yeah. And you know, it's it's not big enough for Bazaar. It's yeah. not big enough for elsewhere. Right. You know, like uh, we'll talk about it. Not yeah. on there. Love it. Love <laughs> All right, well, it. We got to wrap it up because you have to. Yeah, go, we so. do have to wrap. Yeah, up. I have to go pick up my daughter. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Thank you for coming out, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks, Artie. Yeah. Because I wanted to talk to you about some other things that just never happens. Yeah. And I got to piss now, too. All right. Now you got to go piss. Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. All right. See you next week. Later.